joined by Reese and Glenn and uh, what we're going to talk about tonight is the Blackpool review uh, and then we're going to preview the Reading game uh, from Saturday. So let's start uh, with the Blackpool game. Great result, 1-0 victory through uh, Victor Gaiocares. Um Glenn, what's, what, was your, what was your take on the game? Um, my take on the game is actually a real good game of football. Um, compared to some of the dross we watched on Sky and I follow last season, it was a proper good game of football where I think we dominated the first half. Um, I think they probably shaded the second half, although we still had a few good chances. Um, we just need to be a bit more clinical. We could have hit, had four or five on it, but then conversely, we could have conceded three or four. Um, so I was really happy. Gorkrez looks... Um, like he's kicked on from last season. Um, Alan did really well. I think he's stepped up as someone who was looking like they were going to go out the door, possibly. He did really well with Callum O'Hare and going back to the box was a masterstroke by um, Robbins. And I thought Sheaf and Hamer looked really good. Uh, but I, I don't know whether that was maybe because Blackpool didn't get in our faces a lot. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's a, good to get the away win monkey off our back. And we're... I think we're only a couple of points beyond where we were after 10 games last season. So it, it's a massive improvement. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I thought, Reese. I thought the, the first half, I thought was probably the best first half, certainly this season that I've seen us play. I thought we were fantastic. I don't know what your what your take on it was. Oh, it was fantastic football. I think um, the, the main reaction I was looking for was obviously with the Barnsley game, we dominated the second half. Um, you know, Confidence could be a bit low after missing a penalty. Uh, Big Vicks had come out and reacted exactly how obviously Robbins would want him to react. He looks like he's come back from pre-season, obviously on the back of last season as a as a fitter player, stronger. He looks like he's um, he's making a lot more runs um, down down the sides, um, allowing other players like O'Hare and Hamer and even Sheep that's been getting forward as well. So I think it was a perfect reaction. Um, and like like Glenn said, it could have been three or four at half time. I think when we sort of the, the amount of chances that we had and we didn't score it, I was worried that it was going to be just one of them days. Um, we got a bit of luck with the goal, but I thought we were we definitely deserved it. Um, I feel that Blackpool were very poor at the back. We uh, attacking, we were playing very good football, attacking uh, fast uh, one twos. It's great to see. Uh, Hamer, O'Hare and Dabo. Obviously, Dabo now looks fit and strong, which I think is always a, a big bonus for us going forward. They're playing the little triangles. And um, it was quite, I haven't seen us play that well since probably there were two games in our uh, promotion season with Tranmere away and Wickham away where we completely dominated the game. And I feel that we sort of found that form again. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think... I think... It was just for me. It was just a really scintillating first half performance. I think second half, I thought Blackpool came into the game, um, but I mean, Glenn um, at the other end, I would say Simon Moore and goal for me looked really calm, assured, a really, really confident display by him, wasn't it? 
Yeah, he just doesn't look like he's going to make a mistake at the moment. He does everything. Everything looks easy and cool and composed and solid. And he, he gets he gets himself in the right positions um, and makes the decision makings right. He doesn't really. I think there was one he hesitated, one cross where the lads whipped a good ball in, and he's kind of come for it and stopped and gone back. Um, and but though besides that, he was solid. He, he's made several match-winning saves for us that have stopped goals going in. The, the one against uh, Forrest to stop it going 2-0 was really good. Um, yeah. And then he, he made a couple, I think, was it Lavery? And there's one from Yates where Yates has gone by the byline and he's just come out and narrowed the angle and he's hit it into him. But yeah, he's just he's just assured and he looks, for someone who hasn't played that much football, you wouldn't really know that he hasn't played that much football for length of time no. he is a, he definitely looks like he's he's a bit of a step up on Morosi and I'd probably say even Wilson. Although I think Wilson's probably as good a shot stopper in him. I, I don't, from what I've seen in the three games, I don't think he's got the mistakes in him that those two have. Touchwood. Oh, well, don't don't speak too soon. I'm hoping that that will remain the case. Is only we'll say if it's after 46 games, then fair enough. Um, I mean the other thing, Reese, that. At the start of the game, if we go back to the start of the game, we noticed that then he played, you know, one up front. He made a couple of changes. Waghorn on the bench. Um, he brought in Jamie Allen uh, to play as, as an attacking midfielder with Callum O'Hare. And that really, I thought, was a masterstroke because I thought Allen was, was, you know, was superb. Yeah, I think that there was a huge divide last season where when we were playing one up top, I felt that, with Tyler Walker, I mean, I was disappointed to see him get injured because he's come back and looked quite sharp, um, where we might not have seen him at his best last year because he had a bit of a stop-start season. Um, a lot of the games we played last season was with Walker up, on top, up top on his own, and he wasn't getting the service. He's not as mobile as um, Guy Ocares. Um And I thought it was just a great performance because what, what, allowed, what it allowed us to do was dominate the midfield. We had that extra, you know, we almost played with two tens really. They were that high on the pit, that high up the pitch. And it was able, it was it was allowing Hamer to run the midfield, find the triangles, uh, bring the full backs into play. And Alan and O'Hare almost we almost played with three strikers. And I thought it was yeah, it was a tactical genius for me. It was because uh, I've seen from Waghorn so far, I'm not sure if he's just a bit rusty, he's not quite fit. But he hasn't really been that mobile from what I've seen. He hasn't really been making them runs. Um, and it's it's made O'Hare go out wide and go looking for the ball rather than him sitting in the pocket. Um, so, yeah, it, I thought it was perfect, to be honest. I thought the other encouraging thing was um, also that, you know, Matt Godwin made it to the bench. He obviously played in the 23s um, on the Monday. So, I think... One of the things I feel like this season is the, is the competition of places, particularly up front, is is better. It's a better quality of strikers than last season. I think you know a lot of people were um, quite sentimental about Max Biama leaving, and I, I understand that because I thought he was he, he he done a great job for us. But I just feel this season we look a bit stronger in attack. Um, I don't know what your what your what your, what, your, what both your opinions are on that. Uh, start with you, Glenn. Um, I I think. What we've got now is we've got four that are quite on a similar level. There isn't a massive drop in quality. I think yeah. last season there was, much as I like Max, there was a drop in quality going from Godden and Walker to him and Bakayoko. I think there was a drop. I don't think there's such a massive drop in quality with those four at the moment. Um, and I know 
my dad spoke to Matty Godden um, a couple of weeks back because my dad's actually had the same injury that Godden had, and he's yeah. um, he's quite confident that he's had some treatment, I think, from a guy in Germany, and he's quite confident that that's resolved the issue. And he admitted, I think, they said that he'd come back a bit too soon, um, and he was on painkillers. He was basically playing through the pain, and he tore it quite bad. I can't remember which game he said. Um, but he basically just kind of sucked it up to make sure we stayed up and then had the operation. Um, and I think he definitely, I think the prospect, he's a finisher, same as Walker. Gorquez can improve, but I think you've got the potential of O'Hare, Hamer, Sheaf, Bright and Allen. And I think Allen's underrated how good a passer he is around the box. Yeah. He creates yeah. a few good moves. I think that we're going to score goals. I think it's just... Are we a bit open where we're going to get we're going to give to other teams a, a chance? But I think it's not going to be dull watching us this season. I think. No, I don't. I don't know what your thoughts. Are. I thought the other thing I thought we looked really good on was set pieces. The deliveries from Hamer and, and Matson on both sides, particularly in the first half, were fantastic. I mean, you know, all it needed was just someone just to put a decent contact in as a goal, and that's something I feel like we look really be- a lot better on from last season. Um, yeah, I think um, we're going back on the strikers, I think with, I'll touch on what Glenn said, I think our natural finishers we have is Walker and Godden. And I think yeah. Godden's been really unlucky last year. He's had a lot of injuries, uh, even going back into the League One uh, promotional season. He, he had a few little niggles here and there. If Godden is fit, for me, he's our number one striker. I think he can play on top of his own, on his own. He can play in a two. Um, you give him a sniff around the box. You can look look back at the goals against Ipswich, uh, the last game he played, Sunderland. You know, uh, even the goals of the talent the last season, even when he was sort of 60 percent fit. He knows where the goal is, and I think with Guy Ocares, we've got that different outlet where he's big, he's strong. He looks like the target man that I didn't think he would be from last season, where we sort of relied on Max uh, Biami for that last season, and Biami doesn't always score goals, but he, he brings a lot of players into in, into play. Um, Waghorn, I haven't seen enough. I ha- I'm not quite convinced just yet. I think the jury's still out, in my opinion. Um, what I think he can bring is he could probably drop into number 10, come short for the ball, and maybe on the turn he'll be able to find them, them passes, as well as he brings experience. So I think we've got a good mixture there. And if Walker, sort of the glimpses that we've seen so far, we know he can finish, but... Yeah. If he throws himself about a bit, I think, um, you know, and get stuck in and work hard, I think, like I say, we've got a good mixture there. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, the only, my only slight criticism, I think, from the games that I've seen this season, I just feel like we haven't been a, we probably lacked that killer instinct a little bit. I felt like, you know, great win everything on Tuesday. But, you know, I think if I was to be a bit hypercritical, I'd say, you know, we should have got at least at least two or three more goals because I felt there were so many good chances there. Um, that's my slight frustration, but that's just a very, very small one. Um, I think it's game I'm, management, Mark. I think, sorry to butt in there, but I think it's yeah, that's right. that if we're sort of turning it up at half-time, we can manage the game from there. And I know we we allowed Blackpool in the, back into the game, really, uh, with the chances we, we gave them, but that game should have been put to bed. I mean, we can, we yeah. can just pick ever so slightly, but I feel with O'Hare, I think he's by far our best player. I won't ever criticise him in that sense, but I just feel that when he gets in front of goal, there's just he, he has it's either a lack of confidence or he's um, he freezes slightly. 
Yeah. Because he gets himself in the little pockets, he finds that half a yard of space, and he doesn't seem to hit the target. That I think the worrying thing is for us is if we if he ends up finding the net and he scores sort of five six goals to uh, come up to Christmas, I worry that he will probably end up in the Premier League. So I'd I'd take at the moment that he's missing opportunities. To be honest. Yeah. What's your take on that, Glenn? Um, I think the frustration with Callum O'Hare is, is you look at him when he first joined us, the first couple of goals he scored for us, Blackpool and Oxford, were cracking yeah. finishes. And he yeah. scored against QPR. And that's, but then he's made atrocious misses like Birmingham at the Birmingham game, where he just, I still don't know how he missed that. And he missed that was the FA Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, FA Cup. And he missed one of, I think it was Colchester as well, he missed it, which is really strange because I think he is actually a good finisher. I just, I don't know what what why he doesn't score more because he does a lot of it right. Um, maybe I think there was one where he beat he beat about three Blackpool players, didn't he? And then he he kind of just maybe took the extra touch too many. Um, but no, he's certainly he, he's kicked on. He, he's um, you can't say that he's he's not going to be someone who bigger clubs are not going to are not going to take a, a punt on. He's definitely um, and you only got to look at Matt pundits that rave about him. And teams are teams are generally scared to deal with him. He is probably doing to teams in the championship what Grealish did the year that Villa got up out of it. He's, he's not on Grealish's level, of course, but he is d- definitely someone who, like Todd Cantwell was for Norwich last year, just a class above most people. And most people just can't deal with him. I think it's just we. The worry is if we lose him injury-wise, which he's probably going to get clattered sooner or later. Have we got enough cover? And the big question mark is Bright. I think Bright and O'Hare together could be the difference between us relegation battle to mid-table top ten if Bright gets his head in head in the game and gets fit. Definitely, because those that tandem together with Sheaf and Hamer going and Kelly to come back in is really really promising. What's what's the situation with Brighton over Kari? I mean, is he injured? I don't think he's been in the twenty threes, and I don't know what situation is there with him. Um, has anyone heard anything on that? I think I think with Robbins, it's he knows what you can get from him, and the best Bright has played over the last four or five seasons is with us. He Birmingham, I think, took a punt on him, and then Wigan, I believe, I could be wrong, and he just didn't feature. So you know, there's a clear issue there with him but Robbins obviously feels that he can bring the best out of him I mean I, it wouldn't surprise me if we don't see him until Christmas because he's obviously come back he played um, in the Indian League and I've seen you know the typical highlight reel he's, he's scored some fantastic goals out there um, yeah. but that that level of fitness is completely different to what it is here so I think he Robbins is probably saying look you are an important and a key member of this squad but you need to get fit and be on the same level as everybody else, otherwise you won't get a chance. And if you look at yeah. O'Hare, just touch on what Glenn was saying. With O'Hare, last season, he rarely missed a game, and I think it got to a point where he needed to be rested. And with O'Hare, he gets lumps kicked out of him every single game, and you've got to admire him because he gets up and carries on. I mean, Barnsley, I mean, he, he sort of disappeared in the, in the in the circle, didn't he, when, when it was all starting to kick off a little bit. But fair play to him, you know, he's... He's, he's only a little lad, but he looks like he's got he's got the mentality as well. He's got the heart to to keep getting up and keep going, and you you, got, you can only admire that. To be fair. 
Yeah, he's got that sort of mental toughness about him, hasn't he? That sort of well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to shirk from what I do. I'm going to get up, as you say. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I, I do best. Yeah. Um, and I, he's got for me, I, I great. I, I mean, I'm going to say for the purpose of podcast, I think O'Hare is rubbish because you know I don't want other players, other clubs to sign him, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but from a from a serious point of view, yeah, I think he's 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 head and shoulders above um, the other players. Just technically, uh, maybe maybe you could say Hamer technically is really good as well. But um, the only thing I would slightly criticise him on, as you, as you alluded to earlier, was just his finishing. I think if he can just improve that, uh, if he can contribute, say, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 goals, maybe 10 to 15 goals in a, in a season, I think that, you know, that that would push us, in, I think, into a reasonable place. I think top half the table, I reckon. Um, but... Let's look at it overall. The overall picture is, you know, we're, we're eighth position, six points. I think um, it, it's also nice to get that first away win out of the way, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, if you look at last season, it took us until, what, the Wickham, I think it was, our first away win. And that yeah. was around, what, November? So it's kind of psychologically, it's nice to win one at, one at home, one away. Nice win obviously back at the CBS. I feel like the pressure's a little bit off now. Um, you know, no one, no one's expecting anything of us this season. I mean, me personally, if we get mid-table, I'll be very, very happy with that. Um, but in order to stay up, I'm kind of, I'm happy with that as well. Um, so what we'll do now is we'll focus on uh, the Reading game on Saturday, which is our, our next opponent. So looking at Reading, um, not made a great start this season. They've had a couple of defeats and, and a victory. Uh, they lost to Bristol City 3-2 at, uh, well, it's used, used to be known as the Majeski Stadium or the Madstad, but I think it's now another sponsorship I can't bloody think of. Um, <laughs> so um, one one good thing for us is uh, the absence of Lucas Zhao, Glenn. That's a, that's a big that's a big uh, blow for them, and that's that's good for us because I think he's a real threat. He's a very good player. Yeah, they've... Um... They've been, had a bit of a weird um, pre summer. They've sold their main staff last season, Michael Alisi, to Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got another lad, I think it's Ijira, who's from Liverpool. He's had an injury and then he's got COVID, so he won't um, play. And then Jao picked an injury up. I think it was either the first or second game of the season. And yeah. they thought he would be back for like, uh, well, last night's game, uh, sorry, Tuesday night's game. Um, it turns out he's got quite a bad hip injury and he won't yeah. be back till January, which is a massive blow for them because they don't seem to have much money. Um, they didn't really want to play McNult- Mark McNulty, despite the fact they were having to put kids on the bench. Um, yeah. So they seem a bit of a club in crisis, which is quite surprising after how well they played last season and they just tailed away after such a brilliant start to the season. So... Um, I think they're a, they're a team that I'd be disappointed if we don't get a result against. Um, but they still obviously got players that could cause us um, some problems. And they play um, a 4-2-3-1 formation. So mm. it'll be interesting to see how Robbins decides to um, to match them up, whether we continue with the box or maybe we go to a front two again. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, Reese, what, what what do you think? What do you think the likely team is? Do, you, do we keep an unchanged team? Do we do we bring back Waghorn? What, what would you do if you're, if you're a manager against Reading? I'd keep it unchanged. Uh, I don't see any reason to change change the team. 
I'd like to see Bright back on the bench. Even if um, Bright's only sort of got 20 minutes in his legs, I think he could potentially change a game. For example, we can look at the Barnsley game where we were, we were on the front foot for the best parts of the second half. We needed to find a little something a little bit different. I think Bright could bring you that. So I'd like to see him on the bench. Um, I've look, I'm looking at Reading's defensive record as well. Um, in the four games they played, they conceded 10 goals. They've three of them games, they've conceded three goals in each of them games. So I think it's quite evident where if we if we play the same style of football that we did against Blackpool, I can see us getting a result. Um, confidence is high. Obviously, like um, Glenn has said, that Reading haven't started that well. So their, their main target man, I think uh, Lucas Jowell scored 22 goals last year. So that's going to be hard for them to... It's, it's not very often you get to, two of them in your squad. So... I'd say um, we've got a great chance against Reading, and I'd like us to, um, you know, to carry on where we've left off with uh, recent performances, and um, yeah, get a result. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on 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 the same team. I think, um, I think the only problem I've got with Goyal Carres and, and Wackon up front is I feel they're a bit, they're a bit too, they're quite similar players in terms of they're not the quickest of strikers. Um, what you have with, say, a, you know, an Allen and an O'Hare just behind, I feel is you've got a bit more, like, a bit more engine room, a bit more pace coming from the midfield. Um, and the style that, you know, Robbins likes to play is obviously you've then you've got a Davo who can push a bit further up and Matson who can sort of play a support role. So it's kind of almost an attacking four. You know, it's, 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 it's that's, I think that's the way it will go, but it'd be interesting to see, you know, you can spring your surprise too. But I agree, I think this is definitely a winnable game Saturday. Um, I don't think Reading are in great form, but I don't equally. I don't think that you can't underestimate any team in this division. I think the Championship's a very, very tough division. Um, but I, I don't see any reason why we can't go and win. I think the only thing I would say is um, I'd like to see us a bit, bit more ruthless in front of goal. Um, you know, rather than just you know, just 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 speaking purely as a fan. You know, I want us to win two or three nil. But you know, obviously games are not never like that. Um, but I think I think we can definitely win Saturday. I don't see why not. I think I think after after this game, I look ahead. You've got say QPR away, Middlesbrough at home. I think that's when the season kind of starts for me a bit in some ways because I think they those two teams are going to be the sort of teams where if you want to do if we if we want to be kind of around that mid table area, they're the sort of teams you want to be competing against. I think. Um, but I'm I'm really encouraged by the start of the season so far. I think it's been great, Mark. I think the, the only thing I would say about playing Waghorn and Guy Ocarez is what I've noticed that there was many times against Barnsley where Matson was down the left and he went, you know, got a nice break. He was going to put the ball in and Waghorn and Guy Ocarez were making the same run to the back post. I feel they haven't quite got that, that chemistry yet. And I feel, like you say, they're quite similar players. And if you notice the difference in the amount of chances we created against Blackpool, everything positive was coming through O'Hare and Guy Ocarez linking up. And they're almost like they're on the same wavelength. With Wakehorn, I just felt that, you know, when when you're on the in the wide areas with Dabo and Matson, one of you needs to go short and one of you needs to go long. But that needs to be the conversation and the chemistry they should be building. And I felt yeah. that in, in that Barnsley game, that the amount of times the ball was whipped in and the first man or the second uh, centre-half was clearing it. And it doesn't didn't seem to be much of a challenge on the ball. I'm not sure if anyone else noticed that, but I felt that they were both obviously similar players but they were making similar runs as well so I'd like yeah. you know possibly Wakehorn to come on depending on how the game's going uh, if we're looking for another out there but I'd, you know, I've, I'd like to 
talk about Ben Sheaf, to be fair, because I haven't been his greatest fan uh, from last season, and I'm, I'll openly admit admit that. But he started the season really well for me. I feel that there's, a, there's still a couple of little passes here and there that he's, he's, he's dodged a bullet. I think there was one against Blackpool where he played it straight across the goal, and you sort of it nearly it, it sort of nearly got intercepted. But when he's going forward, I never thought. I've always seen Sheaf as a bit of a sitting in front of the back four. But he actually yeah. looks like, when he's going forward, he plays nice little one-twos with, with Hamer. And I think they completely controlled majority of the parts of that midfield against Blackpool. And I'd, I'd just like to give him a shout-out, to be fair, because I think he's yeah. uh, he's still young and he's got a lot to learn. But I was really concerned when Matty James left and we didn't look like we replaced him. And we know Kelly suffers with his injuries. And I thought we were quite you know quite shy in midfield. And but the way Hamer and uh, Sheaf have started this season, they seem to have sort of formed a really good relationship straight away. Yeah, I mean, Glenn, what's your views on Sheaf, and 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 also, do you think Robbins might just bring one more play in before the end of the transfer window? Uh, I think he'll probably look at. I think we do need cover at wing back, um, deaf wing back, definitely. I, I wasn't. Josh Reed's in a bit of an enigma. I saw him play really well against Nuneaton where he got forward and he had a lot of ball and looked a good attacking threat, but it was only against Nuneaton. And then Northampton, he never really got forward. He looked leggy. Um, in comparison with DaCosta, DaCosta was like our main attacking outlet and we never used him. So I definitely think we'll look at somebody probably who can play left-back, left-wing-back. Matson, Matson definitely looks l- like he's got something about him, and he's going to kick yeah. on. And I, I th- I'm surprised that knowing that Eccles is going to be out, that we've let Burroughs yeah. go out on loan, we've let Bapaga yeah. go, who's been playing centre midfield. Howley looks a prospect, yeah. but I, I, I think maybe, maybe there's there's something in mind for a, a midfielder, maybe as well. And Robbins is just playing it a bit, a bit cautious. But yeah, I think. We lose Hamer or we lose Sheaf. Kelly, yeah, we could do we could do with it um, another one. But Howley definitely looks someone who um, he was one of the shining shining lights against Northampton. I think there's been a lot of positives. I just think Saturday it's performance, but it, it's a result. I think we've got yeah. a chance if we can put in a real good performance and win two or three. We'll get the people who might be in two minds about coming back for the Middlesbrough game to come back. Yeah. And I think that's that's yes. what we've got to keep doing. I think, yeah, we, we didn't play great against Northampton, but we put in a decent performance against Barnsley and could have got something. We played really well on against Blackpool. I've won a similar performance. And then go QPR, it's a free hit. Um, and we got we got nothing to lose there. And I, I want teams to not want to come and play us. Yeah. Which I think has yeah. been the problem. I think we were last season a bit people kind of wanted to play us because we were a bit of a, a soft touch. And I like, I like the fact we, we get we get we get stuck in. We're getting yeah. we're putting ourselves about. I like the fact that O'Hare stuck up for himself. O'Hare's got gotten had a go and uh, and yeah. we are showing a bit more fighting fighting us. But the the uh, the potential of this team, the scary thing is we've played three we've played four games and we could have easily won all, all four games. Yeah, uh, it's fine margins on it and little things, and we're only going to get better with time. And we don't normally start seasons well under Robbins, and that we've started really well. We're a 
couple of points off where we were after 10 games. I don't see us going on a touch wood on a mass losing run. And I, I genuinely, I expect us to get a result in, in most games now, unless we're going to play a Fulham, a Sheffield United, a West Brom. I, I think we've got a chance against any, we're going to be competitive. Whereas last season, there were some games where we were just totally out, outclassed and looked out of a, out for depth. I don't, I don't have that feeling so far this I think season. The only, the only thing I'd say is that I think it was, it was obviously our first season, the championship last year. And I think it was, it's, 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 it, it, I think players took a while to adapt to it. I think now the players have, um, I feel like our championship ready players, I think the you know, if you compare um, the championship winning season to what we have now, I think, yes, there's still one or two players still there, but there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of different personnel there. And I feel like we are at a different place now than say two, you know, two seasons ago. I feel like we can be an established championship club now. But I think this is one of the great, things about Robbins and not just Robbins but the whole backroom staff for that matter is all right okay we made it one or two signs you think you know Hilsner you know Jabello uh, or Castanier but I think for the most part the recruitment and the academy has been absolutely top-notch I feel that it's been it's been really good for me considering the budget that we've got we haven't got oodles of cash to spend like other clubs in the championship where you can you're, you're competing against those clubs. I think we've done really well. Yeah, um, I think I think this this season we've last I'd say last season we probably had that fear of losing. So we tried to stay in games and it sort of backfired on us. This season it looks like we're taking the game to the to the opposition more than actually just there was a lot of negativity last season where we played at home to Luton to Huddersfield. There were so many games yeah. where we played it so safe for the first 60, 70 minutes, and then Robbins would act on that. I feel this season, he's the players have just, they've got that season uh, championship football under their belt. And it looks like they're playing with no fear. And I like that. And I feel that if we keep playing the way we're playing, I, I can see us, if we finish anything in and around where we finished last season or towards um, big table would be, just another fantastic season under Robbins and we're just slowly improving on the little budget that we have. You know, we, we, we've we all grown frustrated that we couldn't get Ostergaard back and he's gone to Stoke and scored the other night. Matty James, I think he, I saw him putting a lovely ball for Bristol City, a bit similar to the one that um, Ostergaard scored against Rotherham last season. We've missed out on two key players there and I think them two players really helped us stay up last year and also more. So it doesn't look like we've really replaced them because of wages. And we always talk about that we can't get the players that we realistically want. But again, Robbins has, has worked wonders. He's brought in, it, on paper, it doesn't look like we've technically improved. But I feel that as soon as um, Ena Bakare gets fit, you know, we've all seen what, he, what, what levels he can reach. We've got Matty Godden coming back. Kelly spent the majority of the season injured as well as Godden. Walker was in yeah. and out last season through injury, stop, start. So I think there's a lot of positives to look forward to. And I can, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to say too early, but the, the positive football we're playing, I can see us not really struggling to stay up this year if it carries on. Yeah, I think it gives us a lot of hope and encouragement, um, definitely for, for the for games ahead. Um, okay, I think we're going to go for predictions now. So um, I'll start with you, Glenn. What's your, what did your heart and your head say about Saturday's game? Uh, I'd like a nice 3-0 win. 
clean sheet, three goals, statement of intent, get send the fans home, home happy. Um, just saying, obviously, what you guys have said earlier, I, I think the Forest game with the fans and then the, the statement of intent when Robin's put Jones on, I think that's what we want to see. We want, we want us to be brave. If we got beat, even if we drew that game, we tried to we tried to win it. We were brave. I think yeah. the games last season we were brave, and that's what the fans want. And I think the fans have kind of kicked the fact, kicked the, the players on, and and the players now you just see the scenes all the, over social media at the end of the Blackpool game. Oh, the fans, yeah. the yeah. fans will make the difference. The fans will get us probably maybe ten points extra this season because they'll just inspire that. They'll get that little extra percent from the players. So. Yeah, I think her heart says 3 0. Uh, probably head says it might be a bit tough. It might be another 2 1 job um, on it. But I, I think I think we get something. Keep the, keep, the, keep the unbeaten run at the CBS going as long as possible. That's the thing. If we keep playing well at home and we keep nicking results, even if we do lose the odd game, as long as we're playing well, people will yeah. still come back and watch them. That's, that's the thing. And home form is the key to any form of success. At this level, be it staying up or if you've got ambitions to go higher, you've got to yeah. you've got to get points at home. And and Reading yeah. aren't, from what I see, Reading aren't going to be a team in in the top half. I think they're mid 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 to lower table on it. And yeah. the thing the thing is, although we've missed out on Ostergaard and James, we've done a business. There's plenty of other teams in the Championship who haven't done any business yeah. and are yes. going to have time to get players bedded in on it. So I'm glad we've we've got people in. Um, and we're going to probably bring one or maybe two in later, but we've got the international break to get embedded in and get Bright fit, Godden fit, and Kelly fit. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to get stronger after that. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. And yeah. and Reese, what's your what's your uh, predictions? Your heart and your head. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say two 0 I think we've uh, we've Reading have uh, been leaking goals, and the way we have taken games, you know, taken the game to the opposition. I feel that if we have a good start, like we did against Blackpool and get an early goal, I think then we can go on and win it 2-0. Um, like you say, Jao was out, their top goal scorer from last season. Um, and I feel that we've got a great chance. And if we keep playing the way we're playing, it's enjoyable football. Like Glenn said, it puts bums on the seats at home. The the away support, I mean, they need the the, the utmost respect on a Tuesday night to Blackpool. You know, the noise they made. It's great to see all the players go over and yeah. towards yeah. the end and having a dance with them. And we're, we're, if, they, if the fans can clap them off every week through their effort and their will to win, I think, you know, there's, there's no limit on what this young team can achieve. They've got the first season, the naivety, and the, we've stayed up. And this season, I think they've got that experience now. But we've brought in Wakehorn. Simon Moore as well looks like a decent keeper. We've already touched on that. But we've brought in that experience as well as youth. So with that, I just feel, yeah, a 2-0 win for me. Yeah, I mean, for me, I would say um, I think it's going to be quite a tight game. Um, I think I think we'll win 2-1. Um, but I wouldn't also be surprised with a 1-1 draw. I don't know why, but I just think... Um, I don't, I don't see us losing. I think at worst it'll be a draw. But um, I think if someone was to ask me the direct question, what's the score going to be? I'm going to say 2-1. I'm going to stick my neck out and say 2-1. Um, the only, as I, said, as I said earlier, I just feel what we, we just need to be a bit more ruthless in front of goal. I think that's that's the only... I mean, I, I take your point about game management, what you were saying earlier. I just feel um, 
we got away with it a little bit on Tuesday. I just feel in other games we wouldn't have done. So that's the only slight um, thing I'm slightly worried about. But being at home and, and we've got, you know, the crowd behind us. Uh, and I must say, it's, it's it's great that it's been like over 10,000 season ticket holders. That's um, which, which is brilliant. And I think the club, and I'll say this, I think the club have been fantastic in terms of the pricing for season tickets. I think it's been very reasonable, very fair. Um, I know there's been a lot of, I'm kind of going a little bit off topic, but, you know, people complain about food prices around the ground. But to be honest with you, I'm not worried about that. You know, if you, if you don't have to buy the food. But I think the, the main thing is the football. And I think the football we're playing so far, I think it's been really good to watch. And I think with the crowd behind us, I really think we'll win on Saturday. Um, so I'm going to say 2-1. I'm going to say Victor to score. And I'm going to, I'm going to say Callum O'Hare. I think he's going to get one. I don't okay. know why for that. I think as soon as O'Hare gets one, I mean, we've seen a couple of chances he missed against Blackpool, a couple of chances he missed against Barnsley. He's going to be as frustrated as anybody else and he's going to go out and put that right, I think. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I think O'Hare's going to score and that'll, keep, that'll get him off the mark and it'll give him that confidence and a bit of a surety in front of goal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so any other comments, anything else you want to bring up to this fantastic podcast that we've done tonight? <laughs> I, I hope Victor keeps scoring because I've got him as 150 to 1 each way for championship top scorer so he can score as many goals as he likes wow. okay. 150 to 1 let's hope that penalty doesn't come back to bite you then <laughs> no let's hope that does but no I, I just thought I just had a sneaky feeling um, they did have Max Biamu at 100 to 1 as well he's not even spying for us anymore Skybet, so that says it all um, yeah. but yeah I, I just I've just thought he was a silly bet um, on it um, so yeah I just there's, some, there's something about him that I think he's got he's got something about about, about him I think he just he could click and uh, and be a, a be a gem hopefully well yeah to, t- to touch on Vic I think last season he was at Swansea he was sort of in and out of the team he, he didn't really get a run of games last season pretty similar with us he, he sort of had three or four games here was taken out of the team Um and then he come he come on strong. I think now he's got that contract here. I mean, he's not just another alone alone player to another team. I think he's got that he's got that contract behind him now, and I think he knows he's here to stay. And he he just looks he's got he's full of confidence. And I yeah. think he just he just looks to me he looks like a different player to what I saw sort of mid season last year. He looks stronger, fitter. You know, he's. He just he looks at like he's bulked out as well, so he looks like he's he's a good aerial threat as well, which I didn't think he I would have said that at the start of the season, to be honest. I, I thought he just really put he just put a shift in on Tuesday. I know that's a that's a saying that's... we hear get banded about a lot. But he did. He really did he really put everything into that game. And I you know, I, I mean that goal was yeah, it's a bit of luck you could say, but do you know what? He that was he got in the right position. Um and he and he deserved that because he, he his work rate was absolutely superb. So delighted for him to get to open his, you know, get his second goal of the season. Um, I think he's also hit the post. He's hit the yeah. bar against yeah. Barnsley. Uh, sorry, hit, hit the post on uh, against Blackpool. Hit the bar, missed the penalty. You know he's he's getting in them areas, and that's all we ask for really. If, if we're creating the chances, which we are, then. You know, it's down to him to put the ball in the back of the net. But he's, he, there was a couple of good saves, I think, that keeper pulled off from him as well. He was just, it was a menace all night, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. 
I think the one thing that summed him up was really impressive. I think he went on this mazy run from the halfway line and literally was down in the corner flag and he had two on him and he just went straight through them. Yeah. And then he yeah. picked the pass and he was just unlucky with it. And that's that's what I'm promising. Uh, I mean, he schooled Keogh. Keogh's an experienced international defender. He's maybe better days are behind him, but he gave him a school lead. I, I just can't wait to see him against Leo when we play Stoke because I think that'll be entertaining. Oh, yeah. Him- Run rings round Leo on it, but yeah, um, he he just. I think there's so much, there's so much to be positive about after the 18 months that a lot of lot of people have had and COVID and everything. There's so much to be positive about about the team and the general yeah. atmosphere of the club's really really good at the moment. And yeah, we just just got to keep it going and and just enjoy it. And that that's that's the good thing about it. It's, it's enjoyable watching us. I mean, the only thing I'd like just slightly change topic. The only thing I'd like to also like. I like the idea of off the field it's like things like the sky blue tavern just things like that just something that you know the fans can kind of go to for a drink at the start of the game and have something that belongs to coventry you know it's just it, i think that's that was a great idea as well just, yeah just like something different i thought um just little touches like that i just feel like the club is, is back in coventry i know i know obviously we're not you know it's, it's a 10-year contract and that and they still kind of talk about potentially about building a new stadium, and we'll never know what what's really going on. But I think I think the club's on the up. I really do. I think there's a lot to be to be to be positive about, in my opinion. I, yeah. I don't know how you. Sorry, Rich, carry on, mate. No, go on, Glenn, you carry on. I was just because I don't know how you two felt. It just felt totally different atmosphere for the Forest game. It it, it didn't have this like nervous energy. It, Nervous energy, or we didn't really fit in there. It, it kind of felt the stewards were nice. There were like, problems getting in and whatever. But I think it was just a lot more friendlier and welcoming than there were. There were there were days that we games that we were at the Rico before where it was just like stupid. It's like every time you go and get a drink, they'd ask to see your season ticket, even though mm. you sit in the same seat. And it was just they weren't friendly and, and welcoming. But yeah, it, it was so much. Uh, so much more like friendlier and, and easy to deal with and uh, on it and it was just it was it oh i think we lost there seemed to be a good vibe out there. Yeah. For, the, for the for the fans and all the pictures that are done in the change rooms it just generally had a better feel to yeah. it then some towards the end it kind of just was you just didn't really want to be there and it was just maybe maybe it was just it was the first game back and there's people that i haven't seen for donkey's years there but no I think it's just the general vibe of it felt a lot more a more nicer and yeah they've made a few mistakes with season tickets and stuff but I just think it's a lot more seems a lot more happier friendlier place to be than it has been in the past well I think as yeah. well you got, it's championship football I think the last game was that, that fans attended was the March when we beat Ipswich away we've had you know the, the promotion we weren't able to celebrate we've We've had, you know, we're winning the title more in promotion, but we then um, had the whole championship season. It was obviously at Birmingham, but we, we had that first season back in however long and we weren't able to enjoy it and celebrate with the players. And I think this season we've obviously stayed up and stayed up quite comfortably in the end. But I think the fans have got that, that sort of um, relationship with, you know, Robbins and the team now where we understand that the youth, you know, what the players can can bring to the table and what talent we have at the um, in the squads. So I just think it's exciting times. We've had eighteen months of uh, um, obviously COVID and we've all had to deal with that. And just to get back, 
you know, we obviously had the England as well. I know it's not the England podcast, but obviously with um, the Euros as well, the, the success we had, I think it's just exciting to see fans back. And the, if we have any performances like we did against Forest, they're just going to keep coming back. And like you say about the, um, you know, being back in commentary, there's that positive vibe as well. You've got um, the, the um, what's called the changing rooms with all the players on it and, you know, like you say, they've made it a little bit more homely. I'm just hoping that the pitch holds up, you know, sort of winter time because we're a good footballing side and with the rugby and whatever's uh, going to be, there's going to be a lot of matches on there. I'm just hoping that the pitch is going to hold up. Yeah, I think that I think the weather will come into it as well. But yeah, and no, I, I definitely take your point. I think the only thing I, the only thing I would add about the fans is it, was, it could have been so easy on, on that Forest game to, to turn, you know, 1-0 down for what, up until the 80th minute. You know, the fans could easily have, have been, could have been a negative vibe, but there wasn't a negative vibe. I felt, you know, they, they got right behind us. And I think that's the, the credit of the fans with, you know, the great, the, the twist and shout chance, which uh, is, you know, one of our main anthems. And it was just great. It was a great atmosphere. And I think, you know, that's if it, if, it can, if we can, you know, the fans, if us fans can be the twelfth fan, then I think I think that could be the difference between where we were last season, the sixteenth and mid table. Yeah. Um, I don't think Great. we'll go down this season because I think we're we're a better team than bottom three. I don't I, don't, I honestly believe that. Um, my my personal view is I think mid table would be a, would represent a brilliant season. Um, but I think if we could better sixteenth, I think that's 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 okay for me. Um, and it's it's just it's just baby steps, isn't it? I think yeah, you know, it's not going to be easy, but you know, I think there's a lot there's a lot of encouragement, and um, I'm very very optimistic about. I think we're all very optimistic, should I say, about about the season. Um, okay, I think we'll wrap it up for tonight. Um, thanks thanks everyone for listening, and thanks Reese, and thanks Glenn for your contributions tonight. Uh, hopefully, we'll we'll be chatting, talking about a great win against Reading. Uh, and then obviously next week we'll be previewing uh, the QPR away game. So uh, look forward to to, to that. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Good night. Cheers, guys. Bye. 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 B